begin i'm gonna first off begin by saying welcome back everybody i hope everybody had a really nice thanksgiving regardless of what you did if you spent it alone if you spent it in a small group which hopefully you did to be safe um or if you didn't do anything you just you know hung out in your pajamas and watched tv that's just as good too hey we don't judge here on the mistress of pop culture i'm andrew Dimitri. hi everybody um but I had a really low-key weekend. I watched lots of movies, and uh, yesterday, being Sunday, I watched the series finale, episode six of The Undoing. That was Dream a Little Dream by the iconic Nicole Kidman, who sung the theme song for the show on HBO. It was a gorgeous, gorgeous, gorgeous season series, because I think it's a limited series. Nicole Kidman is just killing it. She's slaying it. She played Grace Frazier, who's in a torn... A position with her husband, Hugh Grant, played by Hugh Grant, um, who is being accused of a murder, and then her son Henry is involved, and it was just a fantastic show. Donald Sutherland, who played President Snow on The Hunger Games, was in it. He played Nicole Kidman's father, and there was just fantastic actors who was her lawyer, her best friend. It was just, it was so well done. Um, I'm not going to give any way any spoilers, because if you haven't watched the show yet, I implore you to go watch it. Um... But what I really liked about the show, I mean, not, six episodes is amazing because it literally gets you there really quickly. But also, Nicole Kidman sung the theme song, and I'm such a big fan of her and Moulin Rouge and Ewan McGregor, and she played Satine in Moulin Rouge, and she just has this angelic singing voice. And I'm really, really happy that, that the producers or whoever made that decision to have her sing the song is literally just in tune with the times, literally in tune with the times. And, you know, it was just magical. But I watched the finale with my bestie, and my dog, and we were, like, all, like, gagging and crying. And I think everybody had different var- vari- variations of different theories about who the killer was. But at the end, uh, I don't know. It was who I thought it would be. And I like that, you know? I-, I-, I thought I like shows that don't make you work too hard for the ending of, um, you know, what what is to come. But, yeah. But anyways, I, uh, I missed you guys. I missed doing this. This is, you know, my favorite thing to do, record episodes. I have five really great stories for you today. And I originally actually was going to start this episode with a different song, a different number, because our first story 
it's actually a very controversial story and one that I, I'm very shocked even happened, but it's uh, about somebody that I love, and that is, of course, the one and only Selena Gomez. And I was going to, of course, start this episode with my favorite Selena Gomez song, Naturally When You're With Me, Baby. Um, but, you know, other things came up. So, I guess without further ado, everyone, let's start our stories of the day. Now, while I just pull up this little story, give me a moment here... Um, I want to know, uh, I haven't figured out what I'm going to do for the holidays yet, my holiday schedule, because I'm going to be going on vacation. Well, not vacation, I'm going to be going to see my family. Um, I think I'm going to be going, uh, 15th or 16th of December for two weeks, and I haven't decided if I'm going to do an episode. I might take two weeks off, but I'm sure when I take two weeks off, the biggest stories ever are going to come out, so I have to just figure out what I'm going to do there, but we'll see. I guess we'll play it by ear. Yeah, we'll see. All right. First story of the day is from Deadline. Peacock, the network, NBC, issues apology to Selena Gomez after Saved by the Bell ridicule singer's kidney transplant. I don't know if you guys heard about this story. It's pretty crazy and shocking that this happened. I, I can't even... I mean, we'll read it and we'll discuss, discuss um, dissect. A number of Selena Gomez fans took offense at Peacock's new and updated Saved by the Bell when the series seemed to poke fun of the singer's kidney transplant. On Saturday, scores of Twitter users expressed their disappointment in the Peacock series and tweeted out the phrase, hashtag, I'm sorry, uh, quote, respect Selena Gomez to show their support for the Lose You to Love Me singer. Um, quote, making fun about someone's disease will never be funny. Respect Selena Gomez, one Twitter said on the issue. The episode in question features a couple of Bayside High besties gossiping about the latest in pop culture. However, after the students' phones are taken away, the two girls have no way of checking their sources when it comes to knowing who gave Selena Gomez um, her much-needed kidney back in 2017 to treat her lupos. Well, the real-life donor was Gomez's best friend, actress Francia Raisa. Save of the Bells characters bickered that it was either the mother of ex-boyfriend Justin Bieber or fellow musician and Disney Channel alum Demi Lovato. Oof. Um, to take the joke even further, a Bayside hallway wall... To uh, seems to read, quote, does Selena Gomez have even, uh, does, I'm sorry, does Selena Gomez even have a kidney in black graffiti? Oh, that is so bad. While the joke was meant to showcase the importance of technology in the students' personal lives, it didn't seem to land well among the singer's fans. As a result of the backlash following the series' Thanksgiving premiere, Peacock has issued an apology and a donation for the singer's Lupos Research Fund. Quote, we apologize. It was never our intention to make light of Selena's health. NBC streaming platform shared in a statement, we have been in touch with our team and will be making a donation to our charity, the Selena Gomez Fund for Lupo's Research at USC. And then the article goes on to provide a slew of tweets um, about the scene in question. And I believe, as of now, Selena has not made a statement yet. Um, she might not ever make a statement, but I, when I read this, I was, I was shocked. I mean, that's so tone deaf. And before an episode even goes to air, it has to go through the writer's room, revisions, the sh- people, so many people have to sign off on a on a on a a theme or a script for it to even be you know inter- i guess in turn performed by the performers but i can't believe none of these actors even weren't like this is bad i mean I, I, although i believe one article said that um a few of the actors did reach out to her with regards to what was going on as they should but um yeah that that to me is shocking but anyways i'm I'm glad that they, you know, made a donation. Um, obviously, it was completely inappropriate. I personally think they should pull the episode or they should cancel the show. And I'm not saying that to be mean to put people out of work, but like literally, when you when you poke fun of somebody's health or or, or you're you're using that as leverage to you know get views or whatever, 
um, in a negative way like that, it's to me in really poor taste and clearly means that you just have no, like there's so many other different pop culture stories that could have been brought up. And I'm not even going to go into them because literally NBC, uh, Peacock is NBC, which owns E, which is literally where I read half my pop culture stories from. I don't know. It's just preposterous to me. But speaking of Selena, this this is gonna trans. This is gonna bring us to our second story of the day from E. Francia Francia Reza. I'm so sorry for butchering the pronunciation of your name. Speaks out following Save by the Bell Selena Gomez Kinney remarks. Um, Francia is breaking her silence. The grownish actress spoke out after the Save by the Bell reboot came under fire for making several references to Selena Gomez's real life 2017 kidney transplant and made her battle with lupus. Francia, who donated one of her kidneys to the pop star, took to social media to share her thoughts on the television show which is currently on NBC Universal's Peacock streaming service. Quote, some of the cast and producers, I believe this was an Instagram story, some of the cast and producers have reached out to me personally to apologize for this, and I truly appreciate that. The actress captioned her Instagram story on Saturday, November 28th. Um, quote, but I do want to acknowledge that this public apology from the network should acknowledge the donors that could have been offended by this. It's not about me to continue. It's about acknowledging the great role that donors play at NBC, at Peacock TV, hashtag Save the Bells. Along with her Instagram, Sam and Francia also issued a response on Twitter. Same thing. Um, appreciate the apology, but let's not forget about the donors that potentially felt offended and diminished from the spray paint written on the wall, she shared. In another tweet message, she added, quote, As a kidney donor, I want to show love and let other donors know that you are not alone. You are seen, you are appreciated, you are so brave, and your selfless act is very much appreciated and valued. And then the uh, E article provides a beautiful photo of the two of them when they're next to each other in the hospital. Um... After Francia gave her kidney to Selena, which is such an amazing thing. So yeah, I I mean obviously they issued an apology, but like the point of this is is that it went to air before all this happened. So somebody must have known that this was so fucking wrong. Ugh, I'm sorry, forgive my language. I know uh, I don't like to talk like that, but I mean honestly, I think it's so disappointing that that happened. So, Ugh, SMH shaking my head. Okay, third story of the day: TMZ hopping over. Um, a little bit of J-Law news. I love talking about Jennifer Lawrence because she's so private and whatnot, but this actually comes some, some kind of sad news. J-Law's family summer camp farm devastated by fire in Kentucky. Brother asked for help. Oh my gosh. The summer day camp that Jennifer Lawrence's family runs on a farm in Kentucky was struck by a massive fire and her brother is asking for help to recoup what they lost, which was quite a bit. Camp High Ho in Simpsonville was engulfed in flames late Friday night, with their main barn on the property being reduced to rubble and ashes. The barn served as a sanctuary for a number of activities and attractions on the, the Lawrence's put on for kids each summer. Not to mention living in living and workspaces, workspaces, excuse me, they themselves used. Uh, TMZ has obtained an email that J-Law's brother, owner of owner and director of Camp High Ho, Blaine Lawrence, sent to the parents of the campers past. And it details exactly what was destroyed in the fire, which was a lot more than just a mere barn. He writes that the barn housed an office space he used, plus a separate apartment that Lawrence has often utilized personally. Not only that, but it encompassed these stalls for their horses, the indoor riding area for kids, an indoor rock wall they had, um, a native wildlife display center, an arts and crafts pavilion, a garage loaded with farm equipment, a new nurse station, and more. And that's all gone. Oh my gosh, I hope the horses were okay. Um... Safely, Blaine says there's still a lot that wasn't taken in the fire, including the outdoor sports court, their tree fort space, their pet barn, the lake area, and the archery range, and animal pastures and outdoor horse riding trails, a hen house, and other campsites. While Blaine is thankful to have those still intact, on top of um, on top of not losing a single animal or human life. Okay, that's what matters. 
he notes that he and his family are so devastated on that note, he vows to rebuild nobody again for summer 2021. Um, Blaine asked for the community for community donations via a fundraiser or a 501c3 and for families to sign up, excuse me, and come back to camp, uh, noting he'll do whatever is in his power to make this place like new. Authorities are investigating the cause of the fire. One last thing, Jennifer herself is so centered to the farm. Um, there's a photo for there. I mean, I'm so glad that no animals or humans were hurt and that's so unfortunate that it happened and I hope that they get back up on their feet. I mean, I, I know Jennifer Lawrence, um, is a star and makes $20 million a movie, so maybe she can contribute something. But I'm sure, you know, obviously she's she's going to do something fabulous. But, um, yeah, I, I hope that, you know, everyone's okay. And it's always a bummer. I mean, I went to summer camp so many summers growing up, so I know I have a sentimental, attract, uh, sentimental attachment to campsites that I've gone to in upstate New York. And, you know, it would be devastating to ever hear that something like that were to happen to the camps that I went to because they were so special to me. And... My gosh, it's like seems so long ago. Summer camp. I um, I went to a performing arts camp in upstate New York called French Woods Festival of Performing Arts, and literally, it was amazing. It was in the Catskills, Hancock, New York. Um, bunk life was amazing. My bunkmates were amazing. I did amazing shows and musicals, and the food was so good. And it was literally just the best of the best. I mean. I don't think now as an adult I could go to summer camp because, like, you know, I'm, like, so picky about what I eat and, like, I need my bed, I need my laundry, I need my own shower. I mean, back then, I literally remember on laundry days, everybody, they would take everybody's laundry, wash it all together, and then they would take everybody's laundry and dump it out on the floor of the dirty-ass bunk, and you would literally have to pull your clothes and separate everything. Like, I can't even believe that I went through that. But uh, on the flip side of that, the the experiences that I had was, they're bar none. They're the best. Um, okay, so fourth story of the day is also from TMZ. Bit of a funny story. George Clooney, who I don't think I've ever talked about on this podcast, but he's a babe, so hey, George. Um, I cut my own hair. Been using Flowbee for years. I don't even know what Flowbee is, but literally, George Clooney has the best head. He is like the original Silver Fox. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Hold on, I have to clear my throat. <clears> throat> oh, bye. Oof. I just had some hot, hot soup, so I'm a little bit like, oof. My throat's like burning. Um, okay, anyways. George Clooney's been on the DIY haircut hype long before the pandemic hit, but he's resorted to what may consider a gimmick product to do it, and he's been doing it for decades. Oh my gosh. The actor made the revelation on CBS Sunday morning. He told Tracy Smith he's been using Flow B for quite a while now, so all those dreamy Clooney dudes you've seen of late, all Flow B. Oh my god, that's so funny. If you're familiar with what the hell that is. It's a haircutting device that's been getting hawked on information infomercials since the late 80s. Flowbee is part hair clippers and part vacuum. All you do is run it along your head and presto. <laughs> that's so funny that George Clooney, like one of the biggest stars in the world, uses a freaking infomercial product. Um, it might look pretty damn goofy, but hey, it works. According to George, anyway, in the best part it's only four easy payments of $9.99 priceless to subject him price to subject to inflation I'm sure that it's going to go up in price because George Clooney uses it then they're going to be hawking that he's you know their probably most famous user um in all seriousness in all seriousness folks are shocked that George's great looks much of which can be attributed to his haircuts are the result of a device like Floby. you think the guy who'd be spending you think the guy would be spending 200 300 per cut at some ex Exclusive Silas in Italy, but no, he does it himself and gets the job done in two minutes. <laughs> Funny enough, Twitter account for George's new movie, The Midnight Sky, got in on the joke and dropped some Flowbee inside of their own writing. They could neither confirm nor deny the use of Flowbee on the set. <laughs> Oh, man. That's that's funny. I like that. And I like that George Clooney... <laughs> stars are just like us. Um, especially, like, one of the biggest stars in the world. But 
Yeah, I wonder if Amal, his wife, is like, what the hell, honey? Because she has gorgeous hair, but I'm sure she, like, you know, they're fabulous. But hey, you know, people, even if people have millions and millions of dollars, want to be a conservative and whatnot. But, you know. Okay, and now we bring ourselves to our fifth and final story of the day, which is always very sad. But, you know, that's that's what got to happen. Because, uh, like, I have things I got to do, sis. And our final story of the day, let me pull it up here is from People Mag, which is, like, one of my favorites ever. Um, oh, my gosh. Give me one second here. Oh, from People. This is actually a really sentimental story, one that, <clears throat> uh, about somebody that I, I truly love and, you know, somebody that's, you know, fabulous. By the way, sorry, I'm just reading. There's a bunch of news stories that are up because I picked out these stories earlier. Um, sorry, I'm just like, oh, there's so much going on. We haven't talked in a while because I haven't put an episode since before Thanksgiving. Um, but yeah, uh, by the way, very sad news, you guys. The Star Wars actor David Prowse, who played the original Darth Vader, passed away at 85. Um, but anyways, okay, this is the story I have for you. Black Panther intro on Disney+, Plus, updated to honor Chadwick Boseman on his 44th birthday. You know, on before all the Marvel movies, you know, they do that great uh, opening little montage for Marvel. Disney Plus is honoring Chadwick Boseman on what would have been the late actor's 44th birthday. On Sunday, Walt Disney executive Bob Iger... Uh, announced on Twitter that the streaming platform had updated the Marvel introduction in Black Panther to show a tribute to Bozeman, who played the beloved king, T'Challa. To quote, um, this is his quote, to all the fans of Hashtag Black Panther, watch the film on Disney Plus late tonight for a special tribute to someone that was and always will be near and dear to our hearts, Iger wrote on Twitter. The new intro starts with the iconic Marvel comic book opening before it shows the concept art from Black Panther and footage from Bozeman's appearances in Captain America, Civil War, Avengers Infinity War, and Avengers Endgame. Uh, quote, in times of crisis, the wise build bridges while the foolish build barriers, read a quote by Bozeman's T'Challa when he addresses the UN Assembly during the post-credit of Black Panther. On Sunday, Marvel shared the updated montage on Twitter, quote, long live the king, hashtag Wakanda forever, the studio wrote. Bozeman died on August 28th at the age of 43 following a years-long private battle with colon cancer. Yeah, I remember reporting about that. That was a devastating story. Um... Very tasty Bob Iger, and I, I know Bob Iger is no longer the CEO of Disney, but he, you know, whenever we get to hear from him, I think it's so special and so wonderful because he brought Disney to, like, the level that it is now. Obviously, things are, you know, very sad because of the pandemic, and I think Disneyland is laying off, Disney's laying off 30,000 employees from Disneyland, which is sort of their staple of income, aside from movies, which is just horrible and unimaginable for those poor families. Um, but, yeah, very, very class act. Mr. Iger. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's my Monday episode to get us all back into the swing of things. But it's not really the swing of things because Christmas is in almost four weeks and I'm so excited. Deck the halls with bells of holly. La 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 I love Christmas. I love Christmas music. It uh, fills my spirits and, um, you know, hoorah, hoorah. I have to get a Christmas tree. I don't have one yet. I don't know if so many people already have them. I'm like so behind on that, but that's okay. I've been busy. So thank you so much for listening. As always, I appreciate it. And I express my gratitude to you all. And now I'm going to go about my day and I will be back with you all tomorrow. You can stream my podcast, The Mr. Pop Culture on Apple, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pa Radio Public, CastBox Radio, iTunes, the podcast app on the phone. Basically, wherever podcast stream, I'm there. I pop up like Jerry Duty. <laughs> I like wonder how the hell that works out during a pandemic. Like what? Um, yeah. So take care, everybody. Be well. Be safe. Be kind to one another. Wear a mask. We're still in the global pandemic. Make sure you get your tests for COVID. Stay safe. Stay in good spirits. And um, I'll chat with y'all manana. Bye bye.